What's good, y'all? Welcome to the episode of Buzz Boys. Um, I'm a little late doing the video. It's like 11 something. The game ended probably an hour and some change ago, maybe two hours plus ago. But um, had to cover this. Beat the defending champ Bucks. Something that we're not, you feel me? Something that we're not not accustomed to doing. You feel me? We we beat the Bucks several times. Then it's like that's a team that we match up well with. Like if we had to play out of the Bulls, Nets, and Bucks, give us the Bucks. That seems to be the team that we match up well with. We've actually beaten them several times in the last few years. And I mean, we won this, uh, the season series with them last year. Out of three games, we beat them twice. And so it's like, you know what I'm saying? We beat them this time, and then we fucking went to overtime with them. No, 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 we didn't go to overtime. But, I mean, we almost, you know, Miles almost hit the game with a shot, full-court shot. So, I mean, literally, that could literally almost be four games right there. Um, So, you know, if we had to match up with somebody, shit, Bucks is kind of who I'm looking at because just depending on where the seed ends up, unless we get a four or five matchup, because I, I think if we match up in that four to five seed, but, like, if we end up, like, sixth, which I think we could end up, like, if we end up sixth, that third seed, I really don't want it to be Chicago or Brooklyn because I just don't think we match up too well with them. I mean, I think we can match up with Brooklyn. Don't get me wrong. We've beaten them as well. But I really don't want to see Chicago, bro. We do not match up well with Chicago. We haven't for the past few years now, so I really don't want to see Chicago. But anyway, let's talk about tonight's game. Um, just a great all-around effort from everybody. Um, the ball was moving tonight, and – Look, I will keep saying it as many times as I have to. Man, the ball moving around is when we are at our best, and that will forever be the truth. When the ball is not sticking, when it's not a lot of ISO, that's when we're at our best, man, for real. And, man, look, we played tremendous defense tonight, tremendous defense. We held the Bucks to 12 points in the second quarter. I believe it was the second quarter. It might have been third quarter. Hold on, let me see if I can pull up the uh the um chart. Hold on. But I do believe it was the second quarter. But I know one of the motherfuckers we held with 12 points. No, this is not what I want. Uh this is not what I want. NBA.com is freaking weird. Bro, this is not what I'm looking for. But anyway, at some point we were up on the ass. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Yeah, yeah, we held them. We held them to 12 points in the second quarter. And we only had 20 in the second quarter, but our defense allowed us to take control. You know what I'm saying? Because most games, we have a 20-point quarter. That's where the tie starts to turn and we start to lose. But with our, us playing amazing defense, it allowed us to take the lead. And, I mean, um, you know, the Bucks come out and have a 34-point third quarter, but we respond by having a 42-point quarter. A 42-point third quarter. And, um, you know, we almost, you know, almost kind of fell off in that fourth quarter, 25 to uh, the Bucks 31. They almost came back on us. It got a little tight. Well, I think I think we were up by, like, 14 or 15. I believe it was 15. It was 89 to – what was it? I don't know. Now, I think it was 84 to 69. I don't fucking know. But – we was up and the motherfucker came back on our ass, cut that shit down to six. No, I think they no, 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 they cut it to four. 
they cut it to four. Um, Lamelo sub back in, came down, got a quick bucket, kind of gave us some some energy back. But uh, we almost sold, man. And shit, bro, we got a lot of foul trouble, a lot of foul trouble early. So you know, we kind of had to make do with the players that we had, and uh, just kind of do what we had to do. But you know, outside of that forty-two point quarter, we did not score thirty in any of the other quarters. So that's kind of something right there where it's like, you know, you, you can't count on having a 40-point quarter and just, oh, okay, we'll be okay. Like, no, you feel me? Why are you guys not scoring 30 in any of these quarters? 27, 20, 25. And then the Bucks had 29, basically 30, 34, 31. Like, okay, they scored 30 in three quarters. Y'all didn't in any. Y'all scored, you know what I'm saying, had one 40-point quarter. And we just got to get better with our consistency. But this is really where the game was won. We had 33 bench points to their five. Outside of their big three, um, they didn't really have much going outside of Giannis, uh, Middleton, and Bobby Portis. Nobody else really did too much shit. Um, you feel me? Chris Middleton had 27. He was a plus 14, by the way, even in the loss. He almost had a triple-double. Wow. He had 27, uh, 10 rebounds, nine assists. Uh, yeah, he um, damn, he had six turnovers too. Shit. But yeah, he was a plus 14, which is actually weird because he's the only person on the team that is a uh, positive plus minus that actually played more than like a couple minutes. Um, but yeah, Giannis is a negative 13 for them, which is kind of crazy. He had 43 points, 12 rebounds. Um, yeah, um, he's a negative 13, bro, which is kind of crazy. Nobody else that close except for Langston Galloway, negative 12. Oh, no, Rodney Hood was a negative 15. Damn, he ain't do shit. Nigga had zero points. Um, One turnover, no assists. Like, damn, boy, you just out there running around for real. Tony Snell last game for real. But, hey, man, that Terry Rozier to Kelly Oubre, man, that shit was just electrifying, bro. Like, I, I man, look. And uh, I don't know if you guys knew. If you follow me on Twitter, you might know. Um. I got COVID, man. It sucks. Um, but uh, I kind of wanted to go to one of these Bucks games. You know, we play them twice today, and we play them uh, Monday. So I wanted to go to one of them a couple days ago, tested positive. So it's, it's, it's tough, man. I really kind of was looking forward to that. But at least I can watch from home and watch us get a dub over the defending champs, man. It's still good, all the same. But – you know, Giannis monster game. He always has a monster game against us, but it's about letting making somebody else beat you. And outside of Bobby Portis and Middleton, nobody else helped. Uh, Jordan Nora, ass as fuck. He was one for eleven. I, I I wanted him to keep shooting very badly. He had three points, one for eleven. Ass. Uh, Wesley Matthews, three for ten. Ass. Uh, Langston Galloway, zero points, zero for five. Ass. Thonis Antetokounmpo, zero points. Ass. Uh, whatever this nigga name is, name long as fuck, five points, ass. Yeah, Ronnie Hood, 0 for 5, ass. So, yeah, everybody on their bench was dog shit. So, yeah, I love that. Let's get to talk about the good guys, Eric Collins will say. Uh, you feel me? Gordon Hayward, not going to lie, ass. He played like shit, 3 for 12, 1 for 6 from 3, typical Gordon Hayward game, ass. Um, yeah. He, he somehow had a positive plus minus. I don't know how. He was plus two, but ass, if you ask me. Um, Miles Bridges, he was 9 for 16 from the floor. Uh, 
shot 43% from three. So you feel me? That's pretty decent. Uh, 21 points, eight rebounds for Miles. Uh, you know, he has a negative one plus minus. Sometimes plus minus is confusing to me. I don't really understand it for real, but I know it is important. Um, but yeah, he had negative one. You feel me? Plumley negative three. What's surprising? You feel me? Um, he had four points, five fouls, had more fouls and points. You know, not like anything that Plumley does is really surprising. Um, <laughs> I mean, for real, it's sad, man. Um, zero blocks, you know what I'm saying? Doesn't do shit from the uh, defensive standpoint, just there. Um, yeah, man, he had two steals, good for him. Two steals, two assists, good for him. I mean, that shit's sad as fuck, bro. Four, two, and two. 17 minutes. And the thing is, I don't know why he came back in. The game started, you know, saying we started losing our lead when Plumley came back in, bro. Plumley did not play the whole third quarter. And then we put his ass in in the fourth quarter. And I don't know why, bro. That's when we almost blew the lead. Like when we was using our small ball lineup, that shit was working. And I guess maybe the foul trouble had piled up. And I think PJ fouled out at some point in the fourth. But Still, you could have put McDaniels and Ubre in and let that shit go. Ubre didn't play almost the whole fourth quarter because Plumlee was out there. Like, bro, Plumlee is ass and does not help you win at all, bro. He's useless, like literally useless as fuck. Anyway, on to the next guy, Terry Rozier. If you can hear the TV right now, Eric Collins going crazy. Terry Rozier literally missed her fourth quarter. Clutch as fuck, man. You need a big time shot, bro. Terry Rozier is gonna knock that shit down, bro. I gotta, I got. I'm finna restart that shit again so I can watch that shit again. But uh, yeah, man. Terry Rozier is literally missing fourth quarter. Mister Clutch, bro. He's going to hit that big shot. Get him the ball, and he had the best plus minus out of everybody, plus fifteen, and he was efficient, bro. Fifty eight percent from the field, eleven for nineteen, six for ten from three, sixty percent from three, bro. That is what I love about Terry. And you got people on Twitter talking about some trade him and all kinds of shit. When Terry Rozier plays good, they say trade him because he, he has a good contract. When he plays like shit, trade him. But like, bro, I, I don't fucking know anymore, bro. I don't know anymore. I don't know what the fuck this fan base wants, bro. But in my opinion, you keep Terry. He's still young. Um, I think he's maybe fucking 26. Like, I don't fucking know. He, probably about 26, 27 at the oldest. You keep Terry Rozier, bro. Um, I mean, it just the catch-and-shoot ability of Terry Rozier is something that we need on this team. Um, and, you know, yeah, he averages 17, 18 points. But, I mean, he literally showed last year he could be our leading scorer. Like, come on, bro. Why would we trade him? Like, stop, bro. Stop. Anyway, you feel me? Just, just he played great, man. 28 points, four rebounds, four assists, two steals. Um, two turnovers, you feel me? No fouls, which is really a big thing because, bro, like almost everybody was in foul trouble tonight. You had Plumley five fouls. L. Uh, Lamelo had five. He didn't foul out though. He came close. Um, PJ fouled out. He had six. Ubre had three. So it's like you know they kind of started piling up early. So you know we couldn't afford for Terry to get in foul trouble because we needed him and he didn't pick up any. So good for him. But let's talk about Lamelo. Um, 19 points, eight assists, nine rebounds. It seems like every game he's so close to a triple-double, just doesn't quite get it, but it is what it is. Um, he had five fouls, two turnovers. You know, nobody nobody had more than two turnovers, which is good. Uh, but, yeah, 
he kind of struck from the three-point line. He was two for seven. That's 28%. Um, you know, that's not like anything that I'm trying to harbor on to or hold on to. You know, LaMelo come out uh, on Monday and shoot 50% from three. So, you know, I, I don't really care about that. But just, you know, citing the facts. Eight for 19, um, 42%. You feel me? He was right there, one shot away, one shot away from being 50%. So it is what it is. Uh, really, it's just a five fouls. Got to stay out of foul trouble. I do think that fifth foul he picked up was bullshit, though. Like, he literally gets the offensive rebound. They just call him for an offensive foul. Like, what the fuck is that about? Um, The, the refs were just not in our favor at all tonight from the fucking get-go. There were just a lot of fouls uh, that – weren't getting called for us, but we're getting called for the Bucks. And uh, surprisingly, nobody got a technical. I thought a couple people were going to pick up techs from our side, even maybe Borrego. Nobody picked up a tech, though, because, I mean, shit, bro. The refs know when they wrong, bro. The refs know when they wrong, bro. So, you feel me? If, if somebody's constantly arguing with a ref and the ref don't tee them up, it's most likely because the ref know the player right or the coach is right. Come on now. But, uh... Man, bro, shout out to Miles Bridges, bro. He just in that fucking weight room, bro. He's in that weight room. Like, man, he just bullies. He bullies. He bullies niggas, man. I love Eric Collins, man. Bully ball. Like, bro, he gets that ball in that post. He's throwing his shoulder into you and going up and getting the and one. The only thing, though, you got to work on your free throws, my nigga. You got to convert the and ones. We need three. You feel me? It's like he, he, smoked, he smoked that shit, bro. Like he was over two from the three from the uh, free throw line tonight, bro. Like what's going on? Last year he was four free throws away from being a 50, 40, 90 guy. Like how do you go from ninety percent last year to I don't know what he's shooting this year. Let me see real quick, because I'm I'm generally curious because he's struggling for free. I'm not gonna say struggling, but you know, saying he ain't nowhere near ninety percent. I do know that. Let me see. Come on, computer, shit moving slow. Let me see what he's shooting for the free throw line. Yeah, so he's shooting 75% this year. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know what happened, but, yeah, he's shooting 75% for the free throw line. Last year, he was shooting 87%. He was only a few free throws away from being a, a 90% guy. So, And then his, his, like, his rookie year, he shot 75. Then he shot 81. Then he shot 87. So he's continuously getting better. And then this year, he goes from 87 down to 75. So I don't know what's going on with Miles and the missed free throws, but hopefully it's something he can clean up, man. Because I hate to see that shit, bro, especially because he gets to the foul line really good. You know, he's good at converting those and ones. And, you know, it's just like, damn, bro, can you actually convert the and one? Can you, can you make the fucking free throw? But, Anyways, I digress. You feel me? Still love Miles. Still love to see the alley oop, see him dunk on niggas, and just see him really just will his way to a bucket, bro. Like he will run over anybody, get a bucket. Um, but anyway, man, shit is what it is. Um, you feel me? Let's go down the line. Who else I got to talk about? Uh, I talked about Lamelo. Yeah. All right, PJ. You feel me? PJ. He played pretty good to me. He showed up when we needed him. Hit a lot of uh big threes in transition. And that seemed to be where he's, like, always at his best. In transition, right there, top of the key three-pointer. That's, like, literally his bread and butter right there. Like, when he's trailing behind a play, somebody turns around, flicks it to him. He hits that three in transition, backpedaling back on defense quick. That just seemed to be, like, his best shooting spot on the floor to me. But seven points, eight rebounds, um, 
bro. That that alley you for Rozier to Uber is crazy, bro. But yeah, but like I said, he did file out. But even with him filing out, he was still a plus eleven, and that goes to show you how he affected the game, bro. Like when PJ plays well, it's it's very big for this team, bro. But now, if we had to trade somebody, I would kind of elect to trade PJ just because he can be very, very inconsistent. PJ might have 30. He might have five points the next game. It's just what PJ does. Um, If we had to trade somebody, I kind of would throw him in there out of all of our young players just because, like, I don't feel like he has that all-star potential. Um, So, yeah, that would probably be somebody I, I would throw in there. Um, and that's nothing against P.J. Washington, you feel me? Like I said, I do like him. He has had some big moments for us. And, you know what I'm saying, he's a good he's a good player. But I kind of feel like P.J. Washington is like the perfect modern-day NBA role player. You know what I'm saying? He has long arms. He's not necessarily that tall, but he has long arms, can get you some blocks, um, can make the open three, even make contested threes if he's hot. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like he's the perfect modern NBA role player. I, I just don't feel like he he's necessarily more. But anyway, you know, if we don't end up trading him, cool. If we do, cool. Doesn't really matter. But anyway, uh, plus 11 tonight. Um, let's move on to Kelly Oubre. Um, he started out ugly, bro. He started out ugly. He, he just kept shooting threes. He had the record night the other night. That was going tonight. He came out. Like, his first three threes all, like, barely hit the rim. Like, that shit was trash. Um, He still shot two for 11 from three. Trash, horrendous, treacherous. Um, 18% from three. He shot 18% from three tonight. And, you know, Kelly Oubre is somebody who's kind of like P.J. Washington where he's inconsistent as fuck. But a different thing to Kelly Oubre is that he can still get from that wing to the basket like that. So when his shot's not falling, and it's something that I wish he would do more, when his shot isn't falling, bro, just put your head down and go to the rim. You're either going to get a dunk or you're going to get fouled or and one, bro. And uh, that's just kind of something he needs to do. Like, bro, why the fuck are you shooting 11 threes? Terrell shot 10 and he made six. You have two made threes, bro. Why the fuck are you shooting 11? Stop. And that's the only downside about Kelly Oubre, bro. If he sees one go in, he's not going to stop shooting, bro. Like, fuck, bro. And when he's hot, he's hot. But when he's cold, damn it, he's ice cold, bro. Like, 18% from three, come on, bro. Come on, bro. And, I mean, Gordon was 16%, but he was only one for six. Like, bro, two for 11, why are you shooting 11 threes, bro? And you only made two. Somebody got to tell him to stop. Borrego, tell him to stop. Shit, tell him to get to the basket. He he was two for two from the free throw line. He made both his free throws. I mean, shit, man. I mean, fuck. And then Jalen McDaniel was feeling me. He, you know, everybody know you feel me. If you watch this channel, you know Jalen, one of my favorite players on the team. Um, he played like shit tonight. I can't cap. Well, he played like shit offensively anyway. One for eight, 12% from the field, 0 for four from three. All good open looks. He just he just sold tonight. Uh you feel me? Four points. Uh, he only got one foul. He stayed out of foul trouble, but he only played 18 minutes. Um, then me one turnover, one steal, three assists, two rebounds. Still affected the game the best he could, but uh, is what it is, man. Hopefully he shakes back. Um, let's talk about Cody. Last guy. Um, 
Let's see, yeah, four points on uh and uh McDaniels was a positive four in plus minus. Kelly Uber was a plus twelve. So you feel me, even though he's two for eleven from three, still second highest on the team at plus minus behind uh Terry with fifteen. Uh Jalen plus four. Uh so Cody, four points, four assists, six rebounds, one for two from the field, 0 for 1 from 3. And that's just kind of something with Cody where he affects the game how he affects the game. He doesn't always look to score. He doesn't always need to score. Um, you know, he takes charges. He steals the ball. He does what he needs to do. He had two steals, four assists, six rebounds. And that's the stuff where it's like that's what you want out your role player, bro. Do the dirty work, bro. Do the dirty work. Get in there and get those steals. But I do believe he got to be more aggressive, bro. You got to be shooting more than two times, bro. For real, you got to be shooting more than two times. Everybody shot more than two times. Even Plumlee shot more than two times. So it's like, bro, if you play in 26 minutes, you got to shoot more than twice, bro. Come on, bro. Come on. Don't be afraid to shoot. And, you know, saying he was leading the NBA in three-point percentage a few weeks ago. Uh, I want to say like last week. Um, But you got to make a certain amount of threes. Well, you got to be on pace for a certain amount of threes to – uh qualify and he stopped shooting and he stopped making threes so it's like he fell out the qualification to be at the top so it's like bro you got to keep making you got to keep shooting but you got to make them as well but another uh point i want to come to man Giannis shot 20 free throws tonight bro he shot 90 percent from free throw line and shout out to Giannis for improving his free throws man because that's something that like bro a lot of players struggle with you know what I'm saying? I love LeBron. I think he's the GOAT. But, like, look at LeBron, bro. He's been a career 70% guy in the 70s, 70% guy. Um, Giannis shooting 90%, 18 for 20. That's very impressive, bro. But it's kind of bullshit, and you kind of see why Borrego was getting mad as fuck because it's like, how is this one player shooting 20 free throws, bro? He shot more free throws by himself than the Hornets. He shot more free throws than our whole team, bro. How? He shot 20 free throws, bro. We shot 17, bro. What the fuck is that about? How? Like, come on, bro. We got to play against them and the refs. That shit lame as fuck. But one thing that we have to work on, and I've seen, I feel like I've been saying this for weeks, bro. Our free throw percentage as a team fucking sucks. Bro, we shot 58.8% tonight. What the fuck, bro? Like, y'all niggas is dead ass not even shooting 60% from the free throw line. What's the problem? What's going on? That has to be addressed. It has to be fixed. Like, bro, I don't care if you got to shoot a 1,000 free throws a day. This cannot keep happening. Because in close games, this is going to be what makes you lose. You 10 for 17 from the free throw line, man. Those seven free throws is what's going to make you lose. And we shot 33% from the three-point line. Like, bro, the fact that we held them to 12 and the fact that we had a 42-point quarter is what won us this game. Because without those big explosions and us holding them to 12, we would have lost the game because our splits are not good. You know what I'm saying? It's just really the fact that we held them to 12 and they couldn't make up that much ground after the fact. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we shot 44% from the field. Uh, I mean, we held him to 38.9. We held him to 32% from three. So, I mean, we held him down, do you feel me? But the difference is they shot 92% from the free throw line as a team. Now, yes, most of that is Giannis, but they were still 24 for 26. So that means other guys were making their free throws as well. We 10 for 17, bro. 
that shit is going to make a difference in a close game. Like, you're really shooting yourself in the foot by shooting so poorly from free throw line. But I am past my 20-minute threshold. I am going to go ahead and wrap this up. If you haven't, go to NBA.com. Uh, vote for your Hornets for All-Star Weekend. Um, shit, if you got Twitter, get on Twitter. Just put hashtag uh, whatever whatever your favorite player is or maybe at them. I don't know. I just retweet when I see other people do it. But, yeah, and then put hashtag NBA All-Star with, with the players at or hashtag. And uh, that counts as a vote. And when somebody retweets it, that counts as a vote as well. So, yeah, man, get get the Hornets in. Last time I saw, uh, I think Lamella was fifth for his position. And I think Miles was eighth. So, you feel me? Hopefully, they both make it. Um, uh, I don't think LaMelo will start. I mean, I voted for him several times. I'm trying to get him in there. Um, but hopefully him and Miles make it as reserves. Just something to say that, like, Charlotte has two all-stars. It's just so fucking big, bro. And, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I said I, I know I said I was going to wrap it up, but uh, the other night, I'm trying to – I don't know what game it was. I think it was the Celtics game. I don't fucking know. But Jeff Van Gundy had brought the Hornets up because he was talking about how the Bucks, how the Bucks had to play us next. Well, yeah, it was the Bucks game. He was talking about how the Bucks had to play us next and how we could score. And he was talking about how proud he was of Mitch Kupchak and how he's doing a good job with the rebuild. And I know a lot of people talk shit because we haven't got a center. But it's hard to get a center, bro. Every team knows how important a good center is or else you end up like us. So who the fuck's going to give us their center for what? But – Anyway, Mitch has done a good job, bro. The fact that we have fast-tracked this rebuild is crazy. You know what I'm saying? We turn this roster over quick, and we're a playoff contender. I mean, I'm going to say a playoff lock at this point, obviously, in my opinion. I already stated I see us from anywhere to a 3-6 to six seed. Oh, really, I'll, I'll be more you know realistic, 4-6 to six seed. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Mitch Kupchak. I know he has haters. Borrego has haters. You know, say at this point, if your name's not LaMelo, they don't like you or what you're doing. It just is what it is at this point. But shout out to Mitch, man. He's done an excellent job on the rebuild. And, uh, you know, saying the NBA is starting to take notice. But like I said, I am going to wrap this up right back at it Monday. Um, I'm going to make sure to get a preview out. Um, sometimes I lack on to get the previews out. So I'm going to make sure to try to get the preview out. And, uh, yeah, I'll catch y'all Monday, man. Peace.